Hello everyone, we hope you are doing well. Welcome to the fifth episode of Creative Escape, a small corner of the internet where we discuss the importance of self-expression and creativity. Be sure to take this time to relax and forget the constant agitation that surrounds us. Without further ado, let's dive in. Today, we have the honor of having Keisha Shade, a musician and YouTuber, on our podcast. Keisha has two YouTube channels where she talks about pop culture, commentary, and releases her own music. Hi, Keisha. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much once again for this opportunity. I'm really more than happy to help you guys out and get to know more about you guys, too. Thank you for being here. Thank you. <laughs> so our first question for you is, uh, what is slash are your creative escapes? Oh, that's a good question. Creative escapes. Um, I would say... Oh, that's a really good question. I would say <laughs> my escape, I know it sounds weird, but my escape for me is listening to music, like soothing music, like maybe Billie Eilish, emotional songs. Like I can be really happy, but then I just go to my room, turn the lights off and just listen to lyrics. And then it helps me like evaluate my own life and see what I'm going through. So definitely listen to other people's music helps me out. Yeah, that's great because music is also like really like an escape from the world and just like, a little world by itself yeah exactly exactly mm -hmm. so the second question is what inspired you to become a musician I've always loved music like I feel like that's the one thing I'm good at I think that everybody on this planet might not know straight away what their passion is or why they were put on this planet but for me it's always been music even when I was a little baby I used to always sing around the house and my parents would tell me to shut up because I'm just so loud um <laughs> Like they've always been supportive regardless but definitely music is my passion I think for you guys because you guys are quite young you might know your passion now or it might take you experiences to know what you want but for me it's just always been music mm -hmm. yeah that's great to like know your passion from when you're little yeah, yeah exactly. but it's also really valid to explore yeah um creative aspects of yourself so that's mm -hmm. really cool exactly So the fourth, no, the third question is, what is your creative process when making music? Um, so I would, I don't always write music because it can be a little bit, like sometimes you're just not in the mood for it. So what I typically do is I go on YouTube and I find an instrumental, a beat, and then I purchase it off the person, I just buy it, and then I start writing to it. I can never write music first and then hear a beat after. I just have to hear the beat first and then write according to it. Um, it's actually interesting that you asked me that because within the last two weeks, I've probably worked on like three more new songs, which are going to hopefully be released in 2021. But yeah, that's my process. I just write. And when I write, I don't stop. And I, I know that I always come up with the chorus first and then the verses, which is really weird, but um, it works for me. And that's how every one of my tracks has been. So, yeah. That's great because like the three songs you have are super great. Like I love them. Yeah. They're so catchy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I love them as well. <laughs> so we're really excited to to hear that you're like more music is coming from you because they're really awesome. Definitely more music. The, the reason why it's been a bit slow is because my producer, I think he might have lost his job at the studio because of COVID. Um, so I have to go and find a new producer and I'm trying to do as much as I can from home. So that's why things are a little bit slow. But yeah, definitely more music in 2021 is the goal. That's so exciting. <laughs> so the um, fourth question is, what part of your creative process do you enjoy the most? 
I would say writing. I think that I'm I'm such a creative, so I get a lot of inspiration from my own personal experiences, but also things that my friends and family have gone through, or sometimes a really good tip for anyone who wants to like get into creative writing, I would say watch some movies, go on Netflix, and then you can write a story about somebody else's life. And either way, it's gonna to relate to somebody else out there. So I think by doing all of that, it helps me just create in general. And I never wanna stop creating because it's my passion. That's yeah. <laughs> so the fifth question is how do you feel the internet has impacted the music business mm, I think it's helped out a lot I'm not gonna lie to you in the beginning I wasn't a big fan of TikTok but now I see what it's done for people's careers and I don't think you have to go on TikTok because if you're already established then you don't need to do it but I just think that if you're up and coming like myself it's a good platform and it's a good way for your song to go from nothing to something and we've seen it happen um Doja Cat has had a phenomenal year on, well, just being an artist in general, but then you've got people like Lil Nas, you've got Dua Lipa, her music is already good as it is, but then when it goes on TikTok, it's becoming a trend, it's going even more viral. So I feel like social media has definitely helped out a lot of artists. I don't know if there's any negatives. Well, I think the only negative is that you get tired of hearing that song so much if you are like on TikTok or stuff, but yeah, it's been a good impact to be honest. And I think I'm gonna start taking advantage of that, otherwise I'm gonna regret it, so. Yeah, because social media like really helps expand small voices or small creators. And before you couldn't actually do that, you didn't have like a platform. You have to like sign with a record label or something like that to actually. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like nowadays you can be more independent and you can do things from like the comfort of your own home. And that's what I think I'm going to continue doing. Yeah, yeah. For, in our case, like Sophie wanted to start a podcast, and like we, like I always thought that you needed like this whole studio and you need to be famous before actually mm -hmm. doing a podcast. But then we realized that like there's actually like ways of doing your own podcast at home because we're at home right now. Like we're not in any like crazy studio or anything. <laughs> so we're in I a think, closet. yeah. <laughs> Wait, who are you guys to each other? Are you guys sisters, friends, sisters? sisters. <laughs> Well, shout out to you guys, honestly. Whose idea was it to do a podcast and why? It was my oh. idea because a friend had it, like she created a podcast during quarantine. So like that motivated me to like sort of start looking what I wanted to do with a podcast. And then you guys, you join me. You guys are cool. Is English your first language or not? No, no. second language. Wow, you guys are doing a good job. Like perfect thank you so much again this is fun i'm having fun <laughs> we're having so much fun too because like we're nervous because uh, because we're starting out so the fact that you said yes we were like <laughs> no we're like yes anybody ever ask for like an interview if i'm available then by all means i'm willing to do that for sure thank you <laughs> like that's so like inspirational yeah um so the sixth question is who are your favorite artists um definitely ariana Rihanna is my all-time favorite. I've loved her since I was a little baby. Well, not a little baby, but like for as long as I can remember listening to music, it was always Rihanna. Um, my all-time favorite though is probably Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, and Mariah Carey, I would say. But Rihanna is just like everything. She's just so confident. I feel like she can do any genre. And that's kind of the step that I want to get into. I feel like for my music that I have released, my inspirations have been Dua Lipa. Um, and Doja Cat if you hear my more newer stuff which is coming out this year it's definitely Doja Cat it's not me copying her it's just me you know hearing different sounds and thinking hmm what does work for me and then just adding my own element on top of it too yeah because it's like really important at least from what I understand to take inspiration in other like creators to in order to like find your own niche and your own like 
your your voice so yeah mm-hmm. so who, who are the people that you guys are listening to um we listen to taylor swift to Billie eilish to gus dapperton <laughs> um we also listen with our parents to like colombian music <laughs> <laughs> and then also um 80s music because we think that was like the best music era, era. Uh-huh. and my dad has always like loved yeah 80s music so since we were very little he has always like played that music and danced with us <laughs> <laughs> so the seventh question is of your music which song is your favorite and why is that um do you know what when i first released pablo that was probably my favorite song but now i think it's get over it do you know what's crazy what <laughs> <laughs> when i was releasing freak that was probably the hardest because I was meant to release it on one specific day and then it just didn't come out that day. It was meant to be released again in June, like June the 1st, but it didn't come out June the 1st. It came out June the 19th. So it was very difficult getting it out on Spotify and Apple Music. They just weren't cooperating with me. So I don't, I think my least favorite song is Freak and I'm happy to say that. I think it's because for me, I know I can do better, but I don't regret it. Like I'm happy that I tapped into a new genre of alternative pop and I'm happy that I experimented, but it's not my favorite song. My favorite song would be Get Over It because it's like a radio song. And I think that it was just vibes to me when I was writing it. And I knew that like, it's for anybody. If you're going through hardship, like if you're going through a breakup, or if you're going through like, you know, a toxic friend, like just stream the song and then you're just gonna feel like a bad B. You're gonna feel like, you know what? I didn't need them anyway. It's, it's like an element of confidence. And then I'll say second to me is Pablo. I like Pablo because it was my first song. I think what I did with the lyrics was very smart. Um, And I like the vibe of it. Like if you've seen the lyric video, it's like purple and dark and mysterious. Like I really like what we did with the lyric video as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say my favorite song of yours is also Get Over It because yes. you just feel like, like I don't know, yeah, like what you're saying transmits to us as the audience because it just like, it's so um, catchy and the the lyrics, everything about it is so good. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> we both love it. I'll ask you guys something. So what what kind of thing would you want to see from me? like when it comes to music like is there a certain sound you want me to do do you guys want me to like i don't know rap occasionally is there something that you think would be sick that i could do um so i think it's actually like what you feel most comfortable with because that also transmits to yeah. us and but i also like what you said like a little bit of rap maybe but also like pop in general or lo-fi like whatever you want to i can <laughs> Yeah, I do have something coming very soon. I can't tell you the date because, again, technical difficulties. My producer's not available right now. But my next song that comes out is going to have a bit of rapping. I just want to give you guys something different. Like, I don't want people to put me in a box of, oh, she only does this. Mm-hmm, And yeah. what what's happened with people like Taylor Swift? People get so shocked when they see her do something upbeat because they're so used to her doing ballads and love songs when she's more than that. So I don't want to fall into a category of just being one thing. I would definitely want it to happen to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and also like the thing with Taylor Swift is that she, her like, all of her albums are different. Like mm. each one has their different like genre, if you could say like that. Her last yeah. two albums are great. Like yeah, exactly. Catchy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then the eighth question is: What messages do you want to transmit with your artistry? Um, I definitely want to exude confidence because I think. For me personally, I don't think I'm fully confident. I think when people watch my YouTube channel or, or maybe even listen to my music, they think, oh yeah, she's confident. She can do this, she can do that. But in reality, I'm just a 20 year old. I'm still trying to navigate my life, well, navigate my way through life. Um, and 
people think I, I realize now that through YouTube people think they know me and it's okay like you can have your own opinion on me but there's a lot of things you don't know about me for instance I don't have many friends and I do that on purpose because I just don't want it might sound selfish but I don't want to care for many people because I can't even care for myself yet so it's like people they think they've got me figured out so I just kind of want to prove them differently with my music and stuff but um yeah I think that I hope I'm doing that like I hope I'm doing enough to like just show people that also I'm not just a YouTuber and YouTube for me wasn't even my passion I just did it because it was fun and I had no one else to talk to so I don't want people to see me as like a YouTuber I want to be like an artist who's also entertaining on the side for YouTube you know so yeah mm -hmm. and I feel like that like the message of confidence definitely um goes through like I feel it when I see your videos I'm like yeah. wow she's so confident she's like so badass she has like her own opinions and she owns them so I really admire that you like transmit that message because I like I went to through some periods when I was really like unconfident and I hated myself and yeah, yeah. I watch people like you I feel like wow like confidence is achievable for me yeah I think so wait how is your journey now like both of you guys do you feel like you've definitely gained more confidence over the years or do you think it's getting worse or do you think you're just at the same level So I feel like I have gained more confidence because I'm in 11th grade now. And in okay. 10th and 9th grade, I was like at my worst because I hated my body and everything like very body oriented <laughs> hate. <laughs> and then I just got like into more body positive communities on Instagram and watch people who transmit these like beautiful messages. Yeah. And that has helped me like lift my confidence. And then okay. I feel like I'm getting better, but I don't know about you. I... I have done ballet since I was six, so it has been like seven years. And in the ballet world, you're also always like pressured to like fit one body standard or beauty standard because ballet is very structured and very hard. But I think it has been hard, but it's fine. Like I'm like when I feel bad about myself, like Sophie helps me because Sophie is like getting into the body positive like community. And like my teacher, my ballet teacher, like always like inspires us. So for me it has been like good because my ballet experience had been really positive. So that's cool. It's good to hear. It's good to hear people go from like being super uncomfortable with themselves to, you know, slowly but surely starting to love themselves, starting to love life. So that's cool to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and then the ninth question is, do you have any plans for future releases? You kind of answered that, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, I do. I, I can't give you guys a date, unfortunately. Um, but definitely this year, I feel like my goal in general is just to release more than I did the previous years. And I think I, I was releasing slowly because it kind of obviously costs you money to go and release music, right? It's not free and I don't do it all from my house. Um, but another reason why it was kind of slow for me is because I just felt like, well, thank God this didn't happen to me, but I thought people weren't going to take me serious as an artist. I didn't think they would. I thought they were going to call me like, oh, she's just a youtuber who makes music I think that for me like that's low-key an insult because I know my passion um so I always thought I would get those comments but I haven't gotten that comment which is cool and I've gotten more support so I think that's what lifts me up and encourages me to like you know hit the studio more um write more so yeah definitely work on more music and I do I do have tons of different genres it's not just me making dance music it's also going to be me doing a ballad where you guys can actually hear my voice as well um so yeah plenty of exciting things coming this year 
<laughs> that's really exciting and also what you said about people who take who like youtubers who make music and then people don't take them seriously I think that's like a big mistake because yeah. people don't realize that maybe you start YouTube in order to build an audience for yeah, people exactly. to listen to your music so that's really important to validate music and uh, youtubers who make music as well yeah yeah mm -hmm. so the 10th question is Uh, what advice would you give any aspiring musician or digital creator or someone who's starting out on music or YouTube? Um, so for YouTube, I would say just experiment. You can't just in your mind say, oh, I want to come onto YouTube and do this. Like, great, but it might not be the video that takes off for you. So I would say just experiment. Because when I first started my YouTube channel, I was doing fashion and beauty, which just isn't me. Like, I love that thing. I, I love doing that on the side, but I wouldn't dedicate my channel to that. So then I just randomly in 2017 started doing rants and commentary. And then people started watching it. And I was getting like, you know, maybe like 5,000 views on one video. And I was like, oh, wow, this is this is new to me. I enjoy doing this. Let me continue doing that. I feel like along the journey, you find out things that you like and don't like. And you either continue doing it or you stop. So that's my advice for YouTube. And also like only come onto YouTube if you have like thick skin or if you think you're able to take hate because with what I do, there's hate every single day, but I just don't check my comments anymore. Um, I just check Instagram DMs and stuff. So definitely have thick skin. And if you don't have thick skin and you still want to do YouTube, I guess you just have to try and censor a lot of things, unfortunately, because obviously my platform is built on my opinion. People sometimes don't like what they hear so then they start like coming for my looks attacking my skin color it gets really nasty in the comment section so that's my tip for youtube but as for music for anyone up and coming i would say like pay for ads because not everybody wants to do youtube so just pay for ads um i think that's your next best bet because it's difficult for up and coming creators musicians because what is your platform like you can sit in your room and write music but like who is it going out to I think I was lucky in the sense of I'm, I'm thankful that I had a platform before releasing music so it made it easier for me but like for, for, for people who don't want to be in the YouTube world what is your platform so I would say just like buy ads so that you can run on Facebook on Instagram on YouTube and yeah that's pretty much my advice and also just like don't let people tell you what your sound should be like if you genuinely believe in your material believe in it because i think with doja cat she has this weird sound but it sounds cool but i'm sure she's been told prior that oh this is a weird sound no one's done this before um so yeah like just believe in your source believe in your material and uh yeah that's my advice i think <laughs> thank you that is actually really great advice <laughs> yeah so quiet <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 is that we don't want to interrupt you because then the sound gets like weird. <laughs> so I do have another like extra question. What do you think like bigger creators can do to like help grow smaller creators? Um, I, sh I just think if you're talking about music wise, I think that just shout out someone's music. If you genuinely like it, playing your intro, mm -hmm. play it way through a video. For me personally, The reason why I don't do that is because I'm a bit selfish. So like, I'm going to make sure people stream my music. So like my intro song is my song. I don't have an outro, but if I did, it would probably be my song again. because um, I'm just like that. But I do think I want to start supporting smaller creators. It's just that I just haven't been bothered to check. But I, I think this interview reminded me that I need to do that. So I want to check for smaller artists. I came across someone who's French and she makes such good music. I think her name is Lolo. I don't know if you guys know her she's so sick like honestly she is everything i want to be so i definitely get inspiration through her even though she doesn't speak english it's just 
the musicality, it just hits me from like, I'm, I'm in London right now and she's recording in France, but I feel like I'm there with her, you know? So yeah, I definitely need to check with smaller creators. You guys reminded me about that. Even with YouTube, there's tons of small creators who are way better than bigger creators. Like they're just funnier. They have more personality as well. So yeah. Yeah, because that's something, for example, in YouTube, there's like so much YouTube channels that is so hard for like, like to grow a platform. So that's yeah. why I asked you to see like how you mm -hmm. think bigger creators could support people yeah. that are just starting. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so those are all the questions we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, this was fun. Oh my God, is that it? I wish there was more questions. This was fun. <laughs> maybe if you want to add anything else you can um, okay let me ask you guys so um what do you okay so as someone who's like you know obviously up and coming you guys are doing your thing what do you think might be a hardship for you like what do you think is going to be difficult along the way and do you find it comforting working with each other because you guys are related yeah definitely because I feel really comfortable with her um, yeah. uh, this feels like when we record it feels like a normal conversation that we're having because we have these all the time um, the only difference is the language, <laughs> but um, I think the hardships that we are sort of like afraid of is the fact that what you said, we have to have really thick skin in case we grow a bigger audience and people start like criticizing or things like that. And I'm a really sensible person. I cried with like what I, I cried when little, I, I cried with um, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, things like that. <laughs> So I, I wouldn't say I have thick skin, but I think this will help me be more like strong and be more confident in our in our work, in our creations. Wow, you guys are really sick. Like honestly, so where can where can like my viewers find you? What's the best place? Um, we have an anchor page where you can find the our like our Instagram, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can um find it there if you want you, we can send you the link or it's also in our instagram bio would you guys create youtube to like put the maybe like i've i've thought about it but it's also hard to like record mm. audio and then be um aware that you have a camera as well yeah. and yeah maybe in the future yeah maybe um i have another question actually i want to know um like what is the overall goal for you guys is it like, why did you create the podcast? And also like, what do you want to receive down the line? Obviously you guys want an audience and you want to grow bigger and bigger, but like, what is your intentions basically? Like, is it to inspire people or like, what is it for you guys? I think like we just created it because we wanted to have fun and have like a space where we could just like sit down and talk. But like, we don't have the intentions of like being famous or anything, <laughs> but it, like, I think we just wanted to, like, give people a place where they could listen to just, like, creativity mm -hmm. and, like, because I think creativity is something everybody needs to have. And sometimes in our daily lives, we don't, like, we forget about yeah, it. Yeah, or we don't have the chance to, like, express our, like, creative escapes. That's why the podcast is called like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's... And also, as a student, we get caught up in math, in science, in, like, hard sciences, and we don't realize that uh, English or film or literature are also really important subjects that help us in our future, especially if we're passionate about those subjects. 
So we wanted a space where we could dedicate time and it would be almost like mandatory for us, like quote unquote mandatory for us um, to actually think about what we're doing um, in creativity and how we're being creative. Wow, you guys are really intelligent. Like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. When you guys reached out to me, I was happy to do it anyways, but you said you're gonna send me the questions. And I was like, I, I genuinely don't like seeing questions. I just prefer to just see it in the moment. That's why you guys got a live reaction for me. But you guys are honestly intelligent and I really do hope you guys go far. If you guys ever want me to come back again in another episode, I'm down to do it because I just, I don't know vibe with you guys. I feel like you guys are genuine. I feel like, again, you guys are sisters. So that's something else that I find comforting because I have an older sister too. She would never do what you guys are doing. <laughs> she would never come here and do this with me. Um, but yeah, I, I really just, I'm so I'm so excited to be here and you're really young and for you to be doing ballet and for you to just like be level-headed that's in, that's really cool and you as well like you're just using all these long words I'm like bitch I don't even I don't even know what <laughs> I know you're flattering us way too much like yes. <laughs> yes once again um again if you guys want me in another episode I'm more than willing to do it thank you so 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 much we like, had so much fun from the bottom <laughs> of you. our hearts thank you for today's segment suggestions of the week, we have two excellent songs, False Art and Sweaters. The first one is a catchy song by Ben Kessler and Lizzie McAlpine, who are two awesome singers. The second one is by Blanks, a YouTuber and independent musician slash producer. Definitely check them out to support these great creators. That is all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed. And also, if you have any recommendations, ideas, or anything else, we have an email where you can contact us at. It is creativeescapepodcast.gmail.com. Also, we have an Instagram account called Creative Escape Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed, that you had fun, and that you tune in for future episodes as well. Bye! Bye.